and we came to a certain plain, and he showed me a young man, a shepherd clothed in a suit of garments of a yellow color, and he was herding very many sheep, and these sheep were feeding luxuriously, as it were, and riotously, and merely skipping hither and thither. The shepherd himself was merry because of his flock, and the appearance of the shepherd was joyous, and he was running about amongst his flock. And other sheep I saw rioting and luxuriating in one place, but not, however, leaping about. Chapter 2 And he said to me, Do you see this shepherd? I see him, sir, I said. This, he answered, is the angel of luxury and deceit. He wears out the souls of the servants of God and perverts them from the truth, deceiving them with wicked desires through which they will perish. For they forget the commandments of the living God and walk in deceits and empty luxuries. And they are ruined by the angel, some being brought to death, others to corruption. I said to him, Sir, I do not know the meaning of these words, to death and to corruption. Listen, he said, the sheep which you saw merry and leaping about are those which have torn themselves away from God forever, and have delivered themselves over to luxuries and deceits of this world. Among them there is no return to life through repentance, because they have added to their other sins and blasphemed the name of the Lord. Such men therefore are appointed unto death, and the sheep which you saw not leaping but feeding in one place are they who have delivered themselves over to luxury and deceit, but have committed no blasphemy against the Lord. These have been perverted from the truth. Among them there is the hope of repentance, by which it is possible to live. Corruption then has a hope of a kind of renewal, but death has everlasting ruin. Again I went forward a little way, and he showed me a tall shepherd, somewhat savage in his appearance, clothed in a white goat skin and having a wallet on his shoulders, and a very hard staff with branches and a large whip, and he had a very sour look, so that I was afraid of him, so forbidding was his aspect. This shepherd accordingly was receiving the sheep from the young shepherd, those, namely, that were rioting and luxuriating, but not leaping, and he cast them into a precipitous place, full of thistles and thorns, so that it was impossible to extricate the sheep from the thorns and thistles, but they were completely entangled amongst them. These accordingly thus entangled pastured amongst the thorns and thistles, and were exceedingly miserable, being beaten by him, and he drove them hither and thither, and gave them no rest and altogether these sheep were in a wretched plight. Chapter 3 Seeing them therefore so beaten and so badly used, I was grieved for them, because they were so tormented and had no rest at all. And I said to the shepherd who talked with me, Sir, who is this shepherd who is so pitiless and severe and so completely devoid of compassion for these sheep? This, he replied, is the angel of punishment and he belongs to the just angels and is appointed to punish. He accordingly takes those who wander away from God and who have walked in the desires and deceits of this world and chastises them as they deserve with terrible and diverse punishments. I would know, sir, I said, of what nature are these diverse tortures and punishments? Here, he said, the various tortures and punishments. The tortures are such as occur during life, for some are punished with losses, others with want, others with sickness of various kinds, and others with all kinds of disorder and confusion. 
Others are insulted by unworthy persons and exposed to suffering in many other ways. For many becoming unstable in their plans, try many things and none of them at all succeed. And they say they are not prosperous in their undertakings, and it does not occur to their minds that they have done evil deeds. But they blame the Lord, when therefore they have been afflicted with all kinds of affliction, then are they delivered unto me for good training, and they are made strong in the faith of the Lord, and for the rest of the days of their life they are subject to the Lord with pure hearts, and are successful in all their undertakings, obtaining from the Lord everything they ask. And then they glorify the Lord that they were delivered to me, and no longer suffer any evil. Chapter 4 I said to him, Sir, explain this also to me. What is it you ask, he said? Whether, sir, I continued, they who indulge in luxury and who are deceived are tortured for the same period of time that they have indulged in luxury and deceit? He said to me, They are tortured in the same manner. They are tormented much less, sir, I replied. For those who are so luxurious and who forget God ought to be tortured sevenfold. He said to me, You are foolish and do not understand the power of torment. Why, sir, I said, if I had understood it, I would not have asked you to show me. Here, he said, the power of both. The time of luxury and deceit is one hour, but the hour of torment is equivalent to thirty days. If accordingly a man indulge in luxury for one day, and be deceived and be tortured for one day, the day of his torture is equivalent to a whole year. For all the days of luxury, therefore, there are as many years of torture to be undergone. You see, then, he continued, that the time of luxury and deceit is very short, but that of punishment and torture long. Chapter 5 Still, I said, I do not quite understand about the time of deceit and luxury and torture. Explain it to me more clearly. He answered and said to me, Your folly is persistent, and you do not wish to purify your heart and serve God. Have a care, he added lest the time be fulfilled and you be found foolish. Here now, he added, as you desire that you may understand these things, he who indulges in luxury and is deceived for one day, and who does what he wishes, is clothed with much foolishness, and does not understand the act which he does until the morrow. For he forgets what he did the day before. For luxury and deceit have no memories, on account of the folly with which they are clothed, but when punishment and torture cleave to a man for one day, he is punished and tortured for a year. For punishment and torture have powerful memories. While tortured and punished, therefore, for a whole year, he remembers at last his luxury and deceit, and knows that on their account he suffers evil. Every man, therefore, who is luxurious and deceived is thus tormented, because although having life, they have given themselves over to death. What kinds of luxury, sir, I asked, are hurtful? Every act of a man which he performs with pleasure. He replied as an act of luxury for the sharp-tempered man, when gratifying his tendency indulges in luxury, and the adulterer and the drunkard and the backbiter, and the liar and the covetous man and the thief, and he who does things like these gratifies his peculiar propensity and in so doing indulges in luxury. All these acts of luxury are hurtful to the servants of God. 
On account of these deceits, therefore, do they suffer, who are punished and tortured. And there are also acts of luxury which save men, for many who do good indulge in luxury, being carried away by their own pleasure. This luxury, however, is beneficial to the servants of God, and gains life for such a man. But the injurious acts of luxury, before enumerated, bring tortures and punishment upon them. And if they continue in them, and do not repent, they bring death upon themselves. Similitude seventh. They who repent must bring forth fruits worthy of repentance. After a few days I saw him in the same plain, where I had also seen the shepherds. And he said to me, What do you wish with me? I said to him, Sir, that you would order the shepherd who punishes to depart out of my house, because he afflicts me exceedingly. It is necessary, he replied, that you be afflicted, for thus, he continued, did the glorious angel command concerning you as he wishes you to be tried? What have I done which is so bad, sir? I replied that I should be delivered over to this angel. Listen, he said, your sins are many, but not so great as to require that you be delivered over to this angel. But your household has committed great iniquities and sins, and the glorious angel has been incensed at them on account of their deeds, and for this reason he commanded you to be afflicted for a certain time, that they also might repent and purify themselves from every desire of this world. When therefore they repent and are purified, then the angel of punishment will depart. I said to him, Sir, if they have done such things as to incense the glorious angel against them, yet what have I done? He replied, They cannot be afflicted at all unless you, the head of the house, be afflicted. For when you are afflicted, of necessity they also suffer affliction. But if you are in comfort, they can feel no affliction. Well, sir, I said, they have repented with their whole heart. I know, too, he answered, that they have repented with their whole heart. Do you think, however, that the sins of those who repent are remitted? Not altogether. But he who repents must torture his own soul, and be exceedingly humble in all his conduct, and be afflicted with many kinds of affliction. And if he endure the afflictions that come upon him, he who created all things and endued them with power will assuredly have compassion, and will heal him, and this will he do when he sees the heart of every penitent pure from every evil thing. And it is profitable for you and for your house to suffer affliction now. But why should I say much to you? You must be afflicted, as that angel of the Lord commanded who delivered you to me. And for this give thanks to the Lord, because he has deemed you worthy of showing you beforehand this affliction that knowing it before it comes, you may be able to bear it with courage. I said to him, Sir, be thou with me, and I will be able to bear all affliction. I will be with you, he said, and I will ask the angel of punishment to afflict you more lightly. Nevertheless, you will be afflicted for a little time, and again you will be reestablished in your house. Only continue humble and serve the Lord in all purity of heart you and your children in your house, and walk in my commands, which I enjoin upon you, and your repentance will be deep and pure. And if you observe these things with your household, every affliction will depart from you. And affliction, he added, will depart from all who walk in these my commandments. Similitude 8. The sins of the elect and of the penitent are of many kinds, 
but all will be rewarded according to the measure of their repentance and good works. Chapter 1 He showed me a large willow tree overshadowing plains and mountains, and under the shade of this willow had assembled all those who were called by the name of the Lord. And a glorious angel of the Lord, who was very tall, was standing beside the willow, having a large pruning knife, and he was cutting little twigs from the willow and distributing them among the people that were overshadowed by the willow. And the twigs which he gave them were small, about a cubit, as it were, in length. And after they had all received the twigs, the angel laid down the pruning knife, and that tree was sound, as I had seen it at first. And I marveled within myself, saying, How is the tree sound after so many branches have been cut off? And the shepherd said to me, Do not be surprised if the tree remains sound after so many branches were lopped off. But wait, and when you shall have seen everything, then it will be explained to you what it means. The angel who had distributed the branches among the people again asked them from them. And in the order in which they had received them, they were summoned to him. Each one of them returned his branch, and the angel of the Lord took and looked at them. For some time he received the branches withered and moth-eaten. Those who returned branches in that state, the angel of the Lord ordered to stand apart. Others again returned them withered, but not moth-eaten. And these he ordered to stand apart. And others returned them half-withered, and these stood apart. And others returned their branches half-withered, and having cracks in them, and these stood apart. And others returned their branches green, and having cracks in them, and these stood apart. And others returned their branches, one half withered and the other green, and these stood apart. And others brought their branches two-thirds green and the remaining third withered, and these stood apart. And others returned them two-thirds withered and one-third green, and these stood apart. And others returned their branches nearly all green, the smallest part only, the top being withered. But they had cracks in them, and these stood apart. And of others very little was green, but the remaining parts withered, and these stood apart. And others came bringing their branches green, as they had received them from the angel. And the majority of the crowd returned the branches of that kind, and with these the angel was exceedingly pleased, and these stood apart. And others returned their branches green, and having offshoots, and these stood apart. And with these the angel was exceedingly delighted. And others returned their branches green and with offshoots, and the offshoots had some fruit, as it were. And those men whose branches were found to be of that kind were exceedingly joyful. And the angel was exultant because of them, and the shepherd also rejoiced greatly because of them. Chapter 2 And the angel of the Lord ordered crowns to be brought, and there were brought crowns, formed, as it were, of palms, and he crowned the men who had returned to branches which had offshoots and some fruit, and sent them away into the tower. And others he also sent into the tower, those namely who had returned branches that were green and had offshoots, but no fruit, having given them seals. And all who went into the tower had the same clothing, white as snow, and those who returned their branches green as they had received them, he set free, giving them clothing and seals. Now after the angel had finished these things, he said to the shepherd, I am going away, and you will send these away within the walls, according as each one is worthy to have his dwelling. And examine their branches carefully, and so dismiss them, but examine them with care. 
See that no one escape you, he added, and if any escape you, I will try them at the altar. Having said these words to the shepherd, he departed, and after the angel had departed, the shepherd said to me, Let us take the branches of all these and plant them, and see if any of them will live. I said to him, Sir, how can these withered branches live? He answered and said, This tree is a willow, and of a kind that is very tenacious of life. If therefore the branches be planted and receive a little moisture, many of them will live. And now let us try and pour water upon them, and if any of them live, I shall rejoice with them. And if they do not, I at least will not be found neglectful. And the shepherd bade me call them as each one was placed. And they came rank by rank and gave their branches to the shepherd. And the shepherd received the branches and planted them in rows. And after he had planted them, he poured much water upon them, so that the branches could not be seen for the water. And after the branches had drunk it, he said to me, Let us go and return after a few days and inspect all the branches. For he who created this tree wishes all those to live who receive branches from it. And I also hope that the greater part of these branches which received moisture and drank of the water will live. Chapter 3 I said to him, Sir, explain to me what this tree means, for I am perplexed about it, because after so many branches have been cut off, it continues sound, and nothing appears to have been cut away from it. By this now I am perplexed. Listen, he said, this great tree that casts its shadow over plains and mountains and all the earth is the law of God that was given to the whole world, and this law is the Son of God, proclaimed to the ends of the earth. And the people who are under its shadow are they who have heard the proclamation and have believed upon him. And the great and glorious angel Michael is he who has authority over this people and governs them, for this is he who gave them the laws into the hearts of believers. He accordingly superintends them to whom he gave it, to see if they have kept the same. And you see the branches of each one, for the branches are the law. You see accordingly many branches that have been rendered useless, and you will know them all, those who have not kept the law. And you will see the dwelling of each one. I said to him, Sir, why did he dismiss some into the tower and leave others to you? All, he answered, who transgressed the law, which they received from him, he left under my power for repentance. But all who have satisfied the law and kept it, he retains under his own authority. Who then, I continued, are they who were crowned and who go to the tower? These are they who have suffered on account of the law, but the others, and they who return their branches green with offshoots but without fruit, are they who have been afflicted on account of the law but who have not suffered nor denied their law. And they who return their branches green as they had received them are the venerable and the just, and they who have walked carefully in a pure heart, and have kept the commandments of the Lord. And the rest you will know when I have examined those branches which have been planted and watered. Chapter 4 And after a few days we came to the place, and the shepherd sat down in the angel's place, and I stood beside him. And he said to me, Gird yourself with pure undressed linen made of sackcloth. And seeing me girded and ready to minister him, Summon, he said, the men to whom belong the branches that were planted, according to the order in which each one gave them in. So I went away to the plain and summoned them all, 
and they all stood in their ranks. He said to them, Let each one pull out his own branch, and bring it to me. The first to give in were those who had them withered and cut. And because they were found to be thus withered and cut, he commanded them to stand apart. And next they gave them in who had them withered but not cut. And some of them gave in their branches green, and some withered, and eaten as by a moth. Those that gave them in green, accordingly, he ordered to stand apart, and those who gave them in dry and cut, he ordered to stand along with the first. Next they gave them in who had them half-withered and cracked, and many of them gave them in green and without cracks, and some green and with offshoots, and fruits upon the offshoots, such as they had who went after being crowned into the tower. And some handed them in withered and eaten, and some withered and uneaten, and some as they were half-withered and cracked, and he commanded them each one to stand apart, some towards their own rows, and others apart from them. Chapter 5 Then they gave in their branches who had them green but cracked. All these gave them in green, and stood in their own row. And as the shepherd was pleased with these, because they were all changed and had lost their crack, and they also gave them in who had them half green and half withered. Of some accordingly, the branches were found completely green, and of others half withered, of others withered and eaten, of others green and having offshoots. All these were sent away, each to his own row. Next they gave in who had them two parts green and one third withered. Many of them gave them half withered, and others withered and rotten and others half-withered and cracked, and a few green. These all stood in their own row, and they gave them in who had them green, but also to a very slight extent withered and cracked. Of these some gave them in green, and others green with, and with offshoots. And these also went away to their own row. Next they gave them who had a very small part green, and the other parts withered. Of these the branches were found for the most part green and having offshoots and fruit upon the offshoots, and others altogether green. With these branches the shepherd was exceedingly pleased because they were found in this state, and these went away, each to his own row. Section 9, Book 3rd, Similitude 8th, Chapter 6, to Similitude 9th, Chapter 5. After the shepherd had examined the branches of them all, he said to me, I told you that this tree was tenacious of life. You see, he continued, how many repented and were saved. I see, sir, I replied, that you may behold, he added, the great mercy of the Lord, that it is great and glorious, and that he has given a spirit to those who are worthy of repentance. Why then, sir, I said, did not all these repent? He answered, to them whose heart he saw would become pure and obedient to him, he gave power to repent with the whole heart. But to them whose deceit and wickedness he perceived, and saw that they intended to repent hypocritically, he did not grant repentance, lest they should again profane his name. I said to him, Sir, show me now, with respect to those who gave in the branches, what sort they are and their abode in order that they, hearing it, who believed, and received the seal, and broke it, 
and did not keep it whole, may on coming to a knowledge of their deeds repent and receive from you a seal, and may glorify the Lord because he had compassion upon them, and sent you to renew their spirits. Listen, he said, they whose branches were found withered and moth-eaten are the apostates and traitors of the church, who have blasphemed the Lord in their sins, and have moreover been ashamed of the name of the Lord by which they were called. These therefore at the end were lost unto God, and you see that not a single one of them repented, although they heard the words which I spake to them, which I enjoined upon you. From such life departed, and they who gave them in withered and undecayed, these also were near to them, for they were hypocrites and introducers of strange doctrines and subverters of the servants of God, especially of those who had sinned, not allowing them to repent, but persuading them by foolish doctrines. These accordingly have a hope of repentance. And you see that many of them also have repented since I spake to them, and they will still repent. But all who will not repent have lost their lives, and as many of them as repented became good, and their dwelling was appointed within the first walls. And some of them ascended even into the tower. You see then, he said, that repentance involves life to sinners, but non-repentance, death. Chapter 7 And as many as gave in the branches half withered and cracked, hear also about them. They whose branches were half withered to the same extent are the wavering, for they neither live nor are they dead. And they who have them half withered and cracked are both waverers and slanderers, railing against the absent and never at peace with one another, but always at variance. And yet to these also, he continued, repentance is possible. You see, he said, that some of them have repented and there is still remaining in them, he continued, a hope of repentance. And as many of them, he added, as have repented, shall have their dwelling in the tower. And those of them who have been slower in repenting shall dwell within the walls. And as many as do not repent at all, but abide in their deeds, shall utterly perish. And they who gave in their branches green and cracked were always faithful and good, though emulous of each other about the foremost places and about fame. Now all these are foolish." in indulging in such a rivalry. Yet they also, being naturally good, on hearing my commandments, purified themselves, and soon repented. Their dwelling, accordingly, was in the tower. But if any one relapse into strife, he will be eased out of the tower, and will lose his life. Life is the possession of all who keep the commandments of the Lord. But in the commandments there is no rivalry in regard to the first places, or glory of any kind but in regard to patience and personal humility. Among such persons, then, is the life of the Lord, but amongst the quarrelsome and transgressors, death. Chapter 8 And they who gave in their branches half green and half withered are those who are immersed in business and do not cleave to the saints. For this reason one half of them is living and the other half dead. Many, accordingly, who heard my commands repented, and those at least who repented had their dwelling in the tower, but some of them at last fell away. These accordingly have not repentance, for on account of their business they blasphemed the Lord and denied him. They therefore lost their lives through the wickedness which they committed, and many of them doubted. These have repentance in their power, 
if they repent speedily, and their abode will be in the tower. But if they are slower in repenting, they will dwell within the walls. And if they do not repent, they too have lost their lives. And they who gave in their branches two-thirds withered and one-third green are those who have denied the Lord in various ways. Many, however, repented, but some of them hesitated and were in doubt. These, then, have repentance within their reach if they repent quickly and do not remain in their pleasures. But if they abide in their deeds, these too work to themselves death. Chapter 9 And they who return their branches two-thirds withered and one-third green are those that were faithful indeed, but after acquiring wealth and becoming distinguished amongst the heathen, they clothed themselves with great pride and became lofty-minded, and deserted the truth and did not cleave to the righteous, but lived with the heathen. And this way of life became more agreeable to them. They did not, however, depart from God, but remained in the faith, although not working the works of faith. Many of them accordingly repented, and their dwelling was in the tower. And others continuing to live until the end with the heathen, and being corrupted by their vain glories, departed from God, serving the works and deeds of the heathen. These were reckoned with the heathen. But others of them hesitated, not hoping to be saved on account of the deeds which they had done, while others were in doubt and caused divisions among themselves. To those, therefore, who were in doubt and on account of their deeds, repentance is still open. But their repentance ought to be speedy, that their dwelling may be in the tower. And to those who do not repent, but abide in their pleasures, death is near. Chapter 10 and they who give in their branches green, but having the tips withered and cracked, these were always good and faithful and distinguished before God. But they sinned a very little through indulging small desires and finding little faults with one another. But on hearing my words, the greater part of them quickly repented, and their dwelling was upon the tower. Yet some of them were in doubt, and certain of them who were in doubt wrought greater dissension. Among these, therefore, is hope of repentance, because they are always good, and with difficulty will any one of them perish. And they who gave up their branches withered, but having a very small part green, are those who believed only, yet continue working the works of iniquity. They never, however, departed from God, but gladly bore his name and joyfully received his servants into their houses." Having accordingly heard of this repentance, they unhesitatingly repented, and practiced all virtue and righteousness, and some of them even suffered, being willingly put to death, knowing their deeds which they had done. Of all these, therefore, the dwelling shall be in the tower. Chapter 11 And after he had finished the explanations of all the branches, he said to me, Go and tell them to everyone, that they may repent and they shall live unto God, because the Lord, having had compassion on all men, has sent me to give repentance, although some are not worthy of it on account of their works. But the Lord, being long-suffering, desires those who were called by his Son to be saved. I said to him, Sir, I hope that all who have heard them will repent, for I am persuaded that each one, on coming to a knowledge of his own works, and fearing the Lord, will repent." He answered me, and said, All who with their whole heart shall purify themselves from their wickedness before enumerated, and shall add no more to their sins, 
will receive healing from the Lord for their former transgressions. If they do not hesitate at these commandments, and they will live unto God. But do you walk in my commandments and live? Having shown me these things and spoken all these words, he said to me, And the rest I will show you after a few days. Similitude 9th 